and Luke. We could create a whole world in the mind of the listener simply by using sound effects. Ron Wolfley. Thought, 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 thought. <laughs> Boomerang. Boom. Luke Lipinski. Huh. Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Hour number two of the show, live from the Ak-Chin Community Studios on this Thursday morning. I meant it, Wolf, when I said before, if there's any breaking news on this show today, even if it's like the Cardinals have released their fourth string punter, if I just hear the breaking news sounder going on the ground, like full, like, earthquake drill, like okay. it's dropping, okay? Yes. Because we never know. When when Melody fires off the breaking news sounder, we don't really know what it is, right, until she tells us. Right. Uh, <laughs> the concept of breaking news, and I'm a little on edge. No, I, and I totally understand why you would be on edge. Um, anybody that hasn't seen it. Is there anybody that has not seen Kevin Durant roll his left ankle? You know, I always think is, of... Is there anybody there, who hasn't seen that? There always is. You always hear those stories when like something big happens, and, and then there's like a person like three weeks later like oh i was camping for three weeks did i miss anything <laughs> somebody was camping on a wednesday night in i don't know where northern arizona and they are just blissfully like hey, hey yeah. i'm sure the suns said look they they probably saw the score like oh the suns yeah they won some what? guy's out there in apache junction right yeah. now is getting into his ford he's like what his 1998 ford pickup right he's getting into it he's like hey, man i'm gonna listen to the radio that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> saw the suns one last night everything looks good yeah, you know, yeah man i get i hear the suns are really good <laughs> you know okay so maybe there was somebody who missed the rolling of the ankle of kevin durant last night well you don't need to watch it i've watched it 15 times during this show to see if i could break it down it like, some like sort it of conspiracy it, uh, you know what that's a good diagnosis looked like yes, it hurt looked like it hurt but how much damage was done we do not know uh, here's rex chapman he was on the pregame show with tim kempton last night right as it happened right so he's just talking and then it happens you just have to look and see the talent Kevin Booker, Chris Paul, Hall of Famers on the way. Kevin Durant, Hall of Famer. Um, as Kevin falls and everybody took a collective <laughs> breath in here, he's fine, by the way. But And then DeAndre Ayton, just the, the impact that a guy like Kevin Durant can have on DeAndre Ayton. Look at KD's out here two hours early, working out. He said he's fine. I'm good. Yeah. Done. Right. Was, it, was that actually? That was as it happened. That was as On it cue, he said Kevin Durant's <laughs> name, and then he fell. <laughs> I'm sorry, Basin Onions. Honestly, that was the first time I heard that song. The first time okay. I heard it, too. That's the first time I heard that song right there. Can, can, will you do me a favor and just look? Play it one more time. Can I hear this? Yeah, here yeah, we go. Gather around, okay. basically. So just Listen put yourself this. in this mindset, okay? Yeah, here you Pre-game. Go. Pre-game. We all remember where we were last night. Get around for the game. This is about great, isn't it? I can't wait to see KD out of the floor. Hey, let's listen to Rex Chapman. You just have to look and see the talent. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Hall of Famers on the way. Kevin Durant, Hall of Famer. Um, as Kevin falls and everybody took a collective <laughs> breath in here. He's fine, by the way. But And then DeAndre Ayton, just the, the impact that a guy like Kevin Durant can have on DeAndre Ayton. Look at Katie's out here two hours early, working out. Oh, oh my, Rex, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, who are you? Well, okay, so that is, how ironic is that to actually hear him say Kevin Durant, and as soon as he said Kevin Durant, all of a sudden, there he is, falling. Um, that's number one. That blows your, your face off. But the other thing, too, don't lose what don't lose sight of what he said in regard to the impact KD is having on DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. 
right? DeAndre Ayton. Now we we were we all know the impact. We all speculated about the impact that it would have on Devin Booker, Kevin Durant out on the floor, of course, and the impact that it would have on Chris Paul. Is it possible Chris Paul now is going to be the biggest benefactor because now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, um, he may win that ring, that championship ring, or he he mentions DeAndre Ayton. Man, I love that. That is that is the guy that I think as well could benefit the most. Remember when we had the producer question and we were asking everybody, what do you think? Who's going to benefit the most from that? For me, it was DeAndre Ayton, especially if there's this big brother approach that KD takes with him. And I think we've seen a little bit of that already. Uh, as far as the injury update, this is what we got last night. Uh, you know, there's all the, okay, did it look good? Did he slip? Did he roll his ankle? What happened? And then there was the, okay, he's in a boot after the game. We're still kind of waiting. I'm assuming today we'll get some sort of more, um, I don't know how deep an update's going to go, but I'm assuming we'll get some sort of update today. But this was Monty Williams after the game. No, we don't. Right now we'll get uh, more testing done right um, tomorrow. Uh, but right now it's just a ankle sprain and we don't have anything official to report. I'm trying to figure out what I want to hear today. Yeah. He's fine. Just rolled it. If it was a playoff game, he could have gone. Yeah. I don't think they would say that, but if they if they wanted to say that, that'd be nice. He could have played last night. That's what I'd like to hear. Yeah. We're just, I'd, being, I'd, just, I'd, being, I'd like just being safe. Listen, we didn't know. We had we all we done, all we did was take a look at Kevin Durant. We looked at his ankle after he rolled it, took him in, we looked at it and just said, Why why run him out there? Why? Why do that? So hopefully that's that's the abundance of caution they continue to talk about. Hopefully that was the reason. Uh, that that does. I think we do need to at least focus on that for a second, though. Even if he is a hundred percent fine, yeah, you wouldn't have run him out there in the game last night. Like I, I'm tr- I'm not reading too much into the fact that he didn't play last night, right? Because he did. He, he apparently sprained his ankle just minutes before the game in what is ultimately a meaningless game. You know what I mean? Like, there's meaning, but it's more nuanced meaning, but it it doesn't impact, it's not a playoff game. So no matter what, the second he goes down, you're sitting him last night. You know what? Um, I want to know what Kevin Durant said. That's what I want to know. I don't have any KD audio. I want to know what Kevin Durant said. Because ultimately, I I told you this in the not-so-beautiful part of the program, but... Who was the guy who made that call? <laughs> who, who who was it? Had to be Kevin Durant. It it, it had to be who yeah, who made the call yeah, well, because here is the home home debut of Kevin Durant as a Phoenix Sun. We all know the build up to this. What did, did it go higher up the chain as well? But I think in terms of hey, listen, there's a lot of people that came out here, yeah. and there's a lot of kids that are here just because of this. They want to see KD so they can say they were there at his home debut. But ultimately, that really only matters to us and Devin Booker, apparently. You know, I mean, when you're trying to manage your team for the playoffs, if if I'm Monty Williams, I'm going to look around and say, all these people are going to be disappointed, but they're going to be a lot happier if we're still playing in June. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I'd say, here, here's Monty Williams. Also, they asked him if, if they'll be extra cautious with KD now. No, I don't. I mean, we're always, you know, I think every team in the NBA is cautious just because, you know, there's a care for the guys. Um that are trying to win games and 
um, protect their livelihood. So that that's always at the highest place on the list. Um, this will be no different. Uh, we just have to wait and see how um, he responds to treatment, and uh, we'll probably get some more imaging just to make sure we're you know everybody's on the same page. <sighs> more imaging. Man, you know what the odds are? Before we get off the air, Basin Earnings, before we get off the air at 2 o'clock, we're going to hear something. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. I, I, I think We're going to hear something. I don't think the Suns are practicing today, but I would imagine they're going to give us some sort of like... Even if it's even if it's not like a super definitive update, it's going to be some sort of update because because they're running tests today, right? So you're going to give us something. And to your point, it tends to come out before two o'clock. No promises. Yeah, but you know, now that's a tease. Like. Yeah, <laughs> just listen forever. <laughs> All right, uh, we come back. What did Jonathan Gannon think about the NFLPA report card that was not very kind to the Cardinals? We'll get into that next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We had the NFLPA stuff last week. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just abruptly shifting to football away from basketball. Okay, good. Typically, the Suns have kind of been the bright spot, right? So last yes. week, hey, things are good. It's tough. Let's talk about the Suns. Put that right? in the positive file. Yes, but for now, it's, it's, I don't know. It's It hurts right now to talk about the Suns. So over to, to football, where the NFLPA really just kind of shredded the Cardinals last week. Jonathan Gannon talked about it yesterday. And before I play any of this audio, Wolf, Jonathan Gannon's an interesting guy to get the perspective of, right? Because, yes, he's the Cardinals head coach, but he's only been the Cardinals head coach for, what, a month? Not even a month, I don't think. So, he can, like, he's here, obviously. He's now the coach, so he doesn't want to trash his team, but he also has the perspective of you know, to a certain level, you pick if you're going to take a job. I understand it's an NFL head coaching position. And you, for the most part, you're going to take that if it's offered to you. But he has a kind of an outside the uh, the organization look at uh, at the facilities and everything there as well. Maybe not everything because some of the grades were in season stuff. But uh, he talked about it yesterday. When I interviewed for this job, um, if I was going to be the head coach here, the directive was I want a fresh set of eyes on everything that we're doing with football operations, and I want to know between you and money how it can be better and how we can improve that and um, I've been you know I don't know a month on the job or so but Michael has been fantastic we've always we already have made uh, improvements with what money and I thought that could help us win uh, that would help us better serve the players to get some do some different things or uh, maybe make a couple adjustments here or there so not really concerned about what went on in the past I'm concerned about how we move forward to help our team win. Yeah, that is now that is great advice right there from Jonathan Gannon. Um, you know, this comes back to the type of player you're going to bring in here. It really does. This is important. 
two players nowadays. Um, it wasn't nearly as important back when I was playing. I don't want to be the old guy, Basinonis, get off my lawn. I don't want to be that guy. Never have wanted to be that guy. Um, yet at the same time, I know this. There are people out there, there are people out there that don't need the stars aligned, that don't worry about all this other stuff outside of the game of football. I want football players who love to play the game. And I hope Monty Ford learns how to target these guys and bring them in. I think he's already got an idea as to how to do that. But until you actually go out and do it yourself as the general manager, target the guy and then bring him in with that kind of attitude, I want guys who love the game. Period. It's the game, the game, the game, not the life. There are two types of players in the NFL. Those who love the game and those who love the life. Find the guys who love the game. It's funny, too, because if you love the game, you still get the life, right? <laughs> Chances are if you love the game, you're probably going to be better at the game. Um, I thought the, the first part of what he said there was especially interesting because that directive he was talking about was from Michael Bidwell of... Where can we improve? And and him basically eliciting the opinions of Monty Austinfort, who wasn't with this organization two months ago, and Jonathan Gannon, who wasn't with this organization two months ago. If you're going to come in here, give me your thoughts on how, how we can improve these things. Now, Kelvin Beecham, uh, again, he was on with Burns and Gamble yesterday. They asked him about his reaction to it because this is a different perspective. This is a player on the team. He has been on other teams, so he knows what the perception of the Cardinals was before he got here. He also knows what it's like firsthand now being here. And as we established earlier, and as Kelvin Beecham established throughout his entire career, he, he's he'll give it to you straight. He's not going to hide anything. I didn't know to the extent where our facility sat in comparison with a number of other facilities. Um, you know, I've had conversations and, you know, people ask about, you know, what do you think about the facility? I'm, it's functional. It's functional. You would do what you need to do and you have what you need to have to be successful. But like anything, if you're a competitor, I think you want to find ways to improve and you want to find ways to get that constructive feedback and that constructive criticism, you know, to improve. Now, did I think it was going to be hidden the cover of Wall Street, Wall Street Journal and USA Today and all those things, I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there. But I think with, with anything, you want to find ways to improve. And I think as a player, you find ways to improve. You take that constructive feedback and criticism. And I think with, with this particular report that came out, I think that there's an ability to have growth and you know an opportunity to, to challenge that norm and find a way to fix it and rectify it. Like I said, Basinonians, right there, there are two types of people, those who love the game and those who love the life. You just heard a guy who loves the game. He, he, by his own admission right there, he said, yeah, you want to improve. There's no doubt about it. You want to get better. But, you know, I, I, I never really, you could hear, he never yeah. really thought, oh, my goodness, this is an outrage, these facilities here. Yeah, he never thought that. That's because he's Calvin Beecham. He's a dog. Well, and, you know, the NFLPA, for their part, in that report, said they want to kind of bring things to light. Not about the Cardinals, just across the league of where certain teams can improve. That's kind of something that I didn't think of right out of the gate when they did this. Most guys haven't played for a bunch of teams, right? So they probably, Cardinals or whatever team, are looking around like, okay, this is just kind of the way it is. I've played maybe on this team or one other team. You, 
once you see it all laid out, I wonder what sort of uh, effect that has on, on people's perceptions as well. Uh, here's more from Beach, and it's weird because he's on one of the TVs in here right now, too. So I'm just, it's like this, this is all over the place. Um, will the NFLPA report card impact free agents now? At the end of the day, I think when you have, and you're young, it's about getting as much money as you can while you can. And, you know, you have the issues with a weight room or you have the issues with rats in your locker room. Like, I think you're just finding ways to get paid and you're finding a way. You can deal with a whole bunch of stuff. As like, long as the money's coming in. As long as the money's coming in. If we're just being honest. Like, this no, is, it's, it's just, you're not wrong. Yeah. No, just being honest. Like, yeah. you're going to find a way if somebody's going to put an offer in front of you that's $40 million. Like, you're telling me, hey, oh, because the weight room bad, I don't want to take that $40 million. Like, all right, I'll go, I'll go work out outside. I'll go work out. Like, <laughs> I'll build a workout room. You know, I'll build, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right, it's like, yeah. you know, it, 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 does it, does it, does it look bad? Does it sound bad? Yes. Is there a way in which to, to, to rectify it? Yes. Will it discourage guys from wanting to play football? Because at the end of the day, it's about playing football. Will it discourage guys from wanting to play football? I don't think so. But I think it is good to have that information as you're thinking about the decision that you're going to make. That's oh, so why I love this guy. <laughs> That's why I love this, this why he's guy. He's got your vote for president, even just, though he's not running. He's so, he's so spot on. He is. You know, it's about playing the game of football, and yeah, it's not good. It, listen, I'm not trying to put, I'm not trying to put a rose on this decaying story that we're talking about. I'm not. Um, but again, I'll come back to it. I want dudes to love the game more than loving the life. I want guys who love the game. Do the Cardinals need to make improvements? They do. There's no doubt about it. But give me a guy that is going to show up for work with a head full of knowledge and a heart full of ball out. Give me that guy all day long. And that's the kind of guy I want to go get. A guy that kind of feels the way Beach feels. In regard to it. Yeah, you know what? You want to be competitive. You always want to improve. There's no doubt about that. But you don't want to bring guys in here that love the facility more than they love the field. Ever. Well, let's be real, too. And and he just said it. For the most part, it's who's going to pay me the most as a free agent. I mean, you and I were talking about this when that first came out. My my thought on, on something like this, if I were a player, is it would maybe be a tiebreaker to me. I mean, he referenced the rats in the locker room. That happened in Jacksonville. That was and Jacksonville seemed to be able to go out and yeah. get free agents this past offseason. That, and that's an actual thing. Like, rats in the locker room is a little bit different than I don't like how the walls are painted in the weight room or whatever. I really hope that Michael Bidwell does use this new regime to make changes to their football operations, to upgrade. I, I do. I, I hope he uses this opportunity. Um, but, man, it it bothers me. It does when you talk about the players. And the players, there's a lot of them that do care about this, ladies and gentlemen. They care about all of this. They have to have the stars aligned to get them to do their job. And those are the players that I hope Monty Ossenford can identify and separate. 
Yeah, bring but, in more Calvin Beecham's. But but like you said, you do you you look around the league and you're like, okay, if 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 these are players grading these other teams higher in these categories, it's something we need to look at at least. You got You got to look at it because if this comes out again in three years and it's like, oh yeah, the Cardinals are still 31st or whatever, it's like, okay. You don't you know you just don't want that reputation. Like, you don't want that reputation. Win. Yeah, you, you're trying to win. You don't want that reputation. But once again, I want to go get guys because I know their facilities are not a detriment to to a, a player trying to play in the National Football yeah, League. Yeah, it's I all relative to other NFL it is teams. exactly yeah. right. So give me guys who'd rather ball out on the field than worry about the facility building. Uh, Texas, your thoughts the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. All right, everybody's kind of down about uh, what happened with the Suns last night, even though they won the game by 30-plus. We're, we're going to talk to the right person next, Wolf, the guy who, the eternal optimist. You think you're an optimist. John Bloom is going to join us next. The, uh, the Phoenix Suns broadcaster will give us his thoughts and his reaction to what he saw last night when KD went down in warm-ups. It's Wolf and Luke in Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, welcome back. Let's head back over to basketball, Wolf. And, uh, credit command and control for making this call. Our next guest is, uh, is always optimistic, and I just feel like we need a jolt of that today. Joining us on the Arizona Sports Line is Phoenix Suns broadcaster for Bally's, for John Bloom is joining us right here, actually, uh, on the line. Bloomer, what's going on? Well, uh, Luke, I'm just trying to come correct with a head full of knowledge and a heart full of ball out is apparently <laughs> what the proper recipe is for the show. Is that is that correct, Mr. Wolfley? Listen, Johnny, it just it, I see faces of guys that I played with, and they always had an excuse. They always had a reason as to why they were sucking buttermilk. Okay, that's the only thing <laughs> that drives me crazy. So, yes, thank you, John, for pointing that out. All right. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. Bloomer, let's uh, walk us through kind of the emotions last night for anybody that wasn't at the game. It felt like everybody in the Valley was at the game, but for just anybody that wasn't in that building, can you just kind of take, because the Suns did win the game and Devin Booker also went off, but obviously profound disappointment at the start of it. Oh, such a bummer. I mean, that that's the, the word I know everybody's used, buzzkill. I mean, look, there was so much. Uh, you guys were involved in it. I listened to everything leading up to the game yesterday, and it was great. It was great entertainment. It had my juices flowing for sure. So I got into the gym doing my normal prep work. We're getting ready to, to you know, put the headsets on and do the pregame show. And Tim Kempton had just interviewed Rex Chapman, and I heard you guys play that bit. I didn't know that it went down, and Tim Ring shows up because, you know, he's been filling in doing the postgame show, and he sits next to me on my right, and t- and Tim Ring says, look at this video that Kellen Olsen just put out. KD fell during warm-ups, and I didn't even know because I was prepping and sitting there while Tim was interviewing Rex when it happened. So now I'm looking at the video that we've all seen a million times, and, and my heart sunk just like everybody else's, thinking, oh, hopefully he's okay, but we hadn't heard yet whether he was going to play or not, because we still watched him sign a ton of autographs, <laughs> And finish his workout before he left. I didn't see part of that. Uh, and it was a crazy night just from a standpoint of who was in the building and a lot of extras going on. So then we get ready. We do the pregame show, uh, doing a shout-out for a long-time season ticket holder that was turning 80 and had a big party for last night's game at home with the whole family. So we were doing a shout-out just as we get the news about Kevin Durant not playing. And, uh, you know, yeah, it was. It took the air out of the, of the gym. But uh, thankfully there's a dude named Devin Booker who pumped a whole bunch of 
oxygen back <laughs> into that place and uh, and save the night. I know in a lot of people's estimation it was still a letdown, but I, whenever I get to see that dude go and do what he does, and that's 44 at an extremely efficient yeah. pace. 17 to 23 is what I think he shot, and that's all going to get kind of forgotten because, and I get it, the headline is, how's KD's ankle? Yeah. You know what, Johnny? Honestly, I want to get to that momentarily, but as a professional play-by-play guy, I want to get your prognosis on what you, <laughs> on what you think, <laughs> KD, how far he's, or how long he's going to miss. Yeah, well, Wolf, uh, you and I have a, a fair amount in common. One of those things is bad ankles. Uh, my ankles roll when I, like, walk over a curb that yes. is just, like, a little bit off-center. Yes. Right? I mean, and, and I'll roll it, and my wife will be like, oh, here we go again. Yes. You know, are you okay? And, and I'll be like, yeah, I'm fine. I just rolled the ankle again. I do it every day, practically. It's just been something that happens. Yes. I've broken both my ankles, tore ligaments, in both playing basketball, and uh, and so, yeah, I hope that it's one of those deals where KD has one of those ankles that he rolls a lot and that he's okay. Um, my my earliest inclination last night was uh, he's got – it can't be that bad if he worked out 10 more minutes and then right. signed autographs. But then when he didn't come out to the floor at all, that also made me a little hesitant. And then I've read all the rest of the stuff that you guys have read. I'll tell you the, the most eerie part of this, and I heard Vince talking about it this morning, and, and he feels it as much as anybody because he was about to do the starting lineups. Well, I was too. I was going to do the starting lineups on radio and also talk about the game and obviously get to describe it for the audience. But for me, it was knowing – that KD wasn't playing before everybody else in that gym probably found out because they weren't on the social media necessarily and they weren't seeing the video from Kellen Olsen. And so now Vince announces the starting five and there's no KD and I'm looking around and I'm seeing all these people with these quizzical looks. You know, the kids looking up at the parents going, wait, where is he? (laughs) That was eerie. I mean, I've never felt like that before in a gym. Wow. Yeah, I heard Vince this morning said he thought he just assumed everybody was looking around being like, oh, Murata screwed it up or something. <laughs> Read the wrong name <laughs> in, the, uh, in the introductions. Um, Boomer, I like how when you roll your ankle, your wife's like, oh, here we go again. That's a, <laughs> a lot of compassion there. Um, There's no sympathy. There's zero sympathy in my household for my bad ankles. I don't know if Wolf, I'm sure Wolf gets more sympathy than I do. <laughs> no, there's no sympathy as well. It just happens all the time. Just walk through it, right? You literally walk through it. Put some dirt on it. You roll it, <laughs> suck it up. Here's the other thing I, I took great solace in. Not only the fact that he actually finished his workout, because you know, I, if you rolled it and it was bad, you even know, as you're with your rotten ankles, Johnny, if you, if you roll it badly, you know, oh man, this is different from an, another time that I roll. I better get somebody to look at it. You're not going to go out and finish the yard work out in the backyard with a bad ankle if you really messed it up. The fact that he actually finished his workout, that's very encouraging to me. And the fact that he didn't have a crutch as well. If he would have been walking around with a crutch instead of just a boot, now I would have been a little bit concerned, a little bit more, I should say. 
same. I mean, you know, you know the difference between that curbside roll of the ankle, uh, where you can just walk <laughs> through it, as you said, or walk it off, or there's that maybe you're doing a little bit more pressure right. to it roll, and now you need to do the rice, the rest, the ice, the compression, oh and the elevation. Goodness. That is the key, right? Oh when it's a little goodness. bit more serious. <laughs> uh, all right, Bloomer. Um, I'm not asking you to to give a diagnosis, but just. To kind of get us all up to speed, typically in a situation like this, we're probably going to hear something from the team at some point today, wouldn't you think? Even I don't expect it to be definitive, but there's going to be something you would think today, wouldn't you? Most likely, but you guys know this, uh, the way Monty Williams and James Jones have operated is that, uh, you know, when you see these reports and these rumors, that's normally not coming from in-house uh, with this group. It's yeah. just they don't let stuff get out. Even to us, even to the team broadcasters, we don't, uh, we're not privy to any of that information either. So I'm just going to roll with it. I wouldn't be shocked if we don't hear anything today because there isn't practice, so they're not obligated. Uh, maybe tomorrow there'll be a little bit more obligation with a lot of media, uh, you know, in the house at practice and asking questions. But we'll see. Uh, you know, I'm just going to stay hopeful, positive, optimistic, as you yeah. put it, Luke. Yep. Since I guess that's my role here on the program. It is today so Johnny, for sure. Here's my last one right here because. His book was absolute fire, just went off, as we all know right now. Do you think he planned that before the game, knowing that KD was not going to play, knowing that all these people came out? Do you think there was an inkling there that he said, you know what, I'm going to yeah. go out there and try to give him some something? Yep, I do, Wolf, and I have a little bit more than uh, a think on it because Chris Paul, after the game, told PK and I as much on the air uh, when we interviewed him. He said that uh, as soon as they found out, he, Book, and DA all sat there, looked at each other, and said, we got this. You know, we, we, we got this. And uh, that's the way they should feel against that team that they were playing last night in that situation. Now, are they going to feel as confident Saturday night against a pretty good Sacramento Kings team? We'll see if KD's not available. And then from there, it gets even tougher. we got a brutal back-to-back at Golden State and then home against Milwaukee. Monday and Tuesday are going to be definite challenges for this basketball team, and even more so if Kevin Durant isn't there. So they know what's ahead of them. And last night, they got the job done. And as you mentioned, Book was fire. He was lit. He was doing everything that we have loved watching Devin Booker do. And I'm going to try to recap that and keep rehashing that performance (laughs) instead of what we saw before the game. And I advise Suns fans to do the same if you want to keep a smile on your face. Bloomer, thanks for putting a smile on everybody's face, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> I take it right easy, on. guys. Love you, Johnny. Right, that's man, a, he's awesome. John Bloom. John Bloom also nur- nursing an ankle injury there, or two, or 12, it sounds like. Yum. But fighting through it. Uh, Bloomer joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. The madness tips off next week, and with it comes your chance to win the Arizona Sports Bracket Bucks, presented by Santan Ford and Schwartz Laser Eye Center. Just text Bucks to 620-620 to sign up, receive your bracket, and compete for your shot at over $3,000 in prizes. If you register before Sunday, you also get entered to win a $200 gift card courtesy of Mavericks in Scottsdale. So text BUCKS to 620-620. When we come back, it wasn't just the Suns last night. Did the Western Conference just become that much more unpredictable? We'll explain next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Okay, so it wasn't just the Suns game last night. We've been talking a lot this season about how unpredictable the Western Conference is becoming. And if you were just 24 hours ago, Wolf, if you said, all right, 
starting now, who are you taking out of the West? I think you feel pretty good about the Suns. I'm sure people in Denver feel pretty good about their team. I'm sure Golden State fans are like, uh, you guys do this every year, and then we win every year. So there's a lot of different Dallas fans. They're delusional. I'm sure they thought they were going to win the, the title. Um, now... I don't know that anything is like permanently changed. If Kevin Durant misses a week, what's really the impact on the Suns? I, I mean, you, you just as long as you have him healthy and rolling going into the playoffs uh, and his team around him. But um, there was other stuff that happened around the Western Conference last night. And so we'll start with Dallas, who played New Orleans. New Orleans actually won a game. That's a shocker. They're back to two games below five hundred. Dallas, though, is dealing with the fact that Luka left that game early with a left thigh strain, and when they asked him how he feels after the game, his his response was, quote, not good, unquote. And he didn't get hit in the, in the game. He they yeah. can't figure out what it is. He says he thinks it started uh, the second game after the All-Star break is when he really started to notice it, but he could potentially be out for a while. Yeah, this this is bad. This is bad news for the Mavericks, and it really puts them in the crosshair of conundrums, as my old coach would say. Doesn't sound like a good place to what, be. What exactly is that? Well, it's where you've got two choices, and both of them aren't really good. In other words, you look at to the Dallas Mavericks and you say, okay, we're going to play Luka Doncic. He's going to fight through it. He's gonna, we're going to let him fight through it to get into the postseason. Okay, that's that's great. You can do that, but boy, there's a lot of risk that is there. Or you don't play him and possibly miss the playoffs because you're resting him. Somehow, some way, he misses enough games where you miss the playoffs because of it. Even the play-in games. Um... Boy, that'd be a disaster. So it's a tough situation. They have to they have to come to some type of conclusion in regard to what they're going to do with Luka Doncic. But either way, right now, doesn't look great. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, the thing with Dallas, <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> yeah, tough. Uh, I never, I'm never going to fault a team for going for it, and they they went for it by going out and getting Kyrie again. Kyrie is signed through the rest of this season. He's not signed past this season. So there's a couple things with Dallas. One, you know, if, if the news came out today, hey, Katie's going to miss three weeks, and hey, Luka's going to miss three weeks. I'm not sure Dallas makes the playoffs without Luka. You know, the Suns are already a few games ahead of them, and the Suns do still have Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre yes, Ayton, among others. Does. I'm not sure Dallas makes the playoffs, but they, they clearly went all in on this season. So your crosshairs of conundrums, yes, is that what you called it? Yes, okay. the crosshair of conundrums. I mean, if you're Dallas, you kind of have already shoved most of your chips to the center of the table on this season, trading for a guy in Kyrie that absolutely was within his rights to leave this offseason, and he, he likes to leave when he's not even within his rights. Yes. So there's no guarantee you have him for next year, so maybe you, I mean, there's obviously pressure there, and they internally believe they're a contender. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's not a great spot to be in if you're the Mavericks, because you easily could drop. They're in the play-in tournament right now, and they could easily drop to 10th, and they're only two and a half games ahead of Oklahoma City, Portland, and Utah, who are all out of the play-in right now. So, like, Utah's probably, you know, they're going the other direction, but Portland, if Dallas loses four or five in a row, they're going to get here's, caught. Here's the one thing about that strain, too, Basinonians. That is a that is a weird, weird thing to happen. It is... It is bad. That's a bad muscle for that to happen. The quad? Is that what you're telling me? Is that what it is? It's the quad that is actually strained? 
that thing can rear its head at any time. It's kind of like a calf. Once you pull that calf, man, oh man, it's really hard for you to get that thing back and you could tweak it. If you come back too early, you could tweak it all over again. The quad is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I'm always on the side of I just wish everything was fully healthy. I know that's never the case, but I, I hate the idea and it's probably the reality that, uh, that a lot of what happens in the Western Conference this year is going to be determined by injuries. And you hate that. You know, I know that we we don't love Luca here, but I'd like to see I'd like to see him playing. I'd like to see KD playing. I'd like to see everybody playing. And let's settle this. Let's see who has the best team when fully healthy. That's what it's supposed to be all about. Yes. Uh, then you and have it is a left thigh strain, so it is a quad. Yeah. Yes. So that's that is a dicey proposition. When, he, when it's when it's bad enough where he says not good after the game, and he's not. It's not because he got hit. You know, yeah. It's not because something happened. It just isn't. It didn't look right in the game against the Suns. Exactly. Uh, you also Think have of how we started that game right there. You don't want this Memphis update, do you? Especially, <laughs> especially, I think it was one of nine. Started the game from three, yeah. right? One of nine. Actually, started the game poorly, but I think that's what he finished from three point. One of nine. Well, and overall, he started just as from the field. He was two for nine. Yes. But it helps when you have 19 free throws. He didn't have his legs that. underneath him. Interesting. Oh, I see what you did there, literally. Yes. All right. Um, you cool if I talk about Memphis for a yeah, second? Go ahead. <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies, they have dropped three in a row. They are currently tied for second with Sacramento, a team a lot of people thought, like, okay, look out for the Grizzlies this year. They put out a statement yesterday that said John Morant will continue to remain away from the team for at least the next four games. So... Look, it, they have they still have a good team. They still have Jaron Jackson Jr. Tyus Jones is a good fill-in for John ja Morant. It's it's not like that just ends their run because he's going to miss. But it's first of all, it's indefinitely. It doesn't mean he's just going to miss four more games. See, yeah, I don't know about that, Luke. They've they've dropped three in a row. The other yeah. the other thing with the Suns, the Suns are still winning games. Yeah. I know it feels like the sky's falling, but they still won last night. They've still won four in a row. What are they like yeah. fourteen and five in their last night? Like they are moving up. Memphis is moving down. Yeah, no, I, I'm telling you right now, I. Uh, this does. This is not good for Memphis, and I never like it. When oh, you lost your best player, and uh, you know you're free falling. Okay, honestly, free falling. Okay, that's enough. Tom. I just think Jerry Maguire every time. I, I, I <laughs> I'm just so sorry, Tom. I, I do like this song, Free Falling. That's what's going on with the Memphis Grizzlies right now. We all understand that. I, I don't like to laugh. I don't like to point and say, you know, you lost your best player, especially with Ja. I love Ja Morant. And this is this is not good. What's going on right now? This is not good with Ja Morant. No. You, you've lost three in a row. You're five and five in your last ten. And this guy, this young guy, I don't like it when when you see a guy that is making his way and his career path is totally pointing up. And you're talking about one of the best basketball players on the planet. And then to see this happen off the court, this stuff off the court. I, I can't stand to see it bring somebody down because I've seen it over and over and over again well, in my own life. And his career path is pointing or was pointing straight up. Like to yes. me, you could be yes. the face of the league or one of the you know two or three faces of the league. You just look around the Western Conference right now, and okay, the Suns. You don't know what's up with KD, right? Okay, so that's obviously the Nuggets thing. are rolling. The Nuggets are rolling, although they got smoked by Chicago last night. But yes, in general. Um, but okay, so you have the Suns. Like, all right, well, what's up with KD? I mean, Memphis. All right, well, what's up? with 
John Morant. I mean, New Orleans, all right, does what's up with Zion? And they might miss the play in altogether. The Dallas. Sacramento Kings. Is this, yeah, what Sacramento is just cruising. Everybody else is, is falling apart. It really is. This is the thing that drives me crazy right now. The Sacramento Kings and the way they're scoring points. I, 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 if somebody would have said to me, the Sacramento Kings are going to lead the league, lead the association in points per game. I, I seriously, I, I, I would have never believed it. Now, I know the they got De'Aaron Fox. I understand that. Yeah. I know they got some bonus. We all know that. But it's... No. <laughs> no. There's a lot of teams out there, including the Phoenix Suns, without Kevin Durant, that I would have said they did was scored more points than the Sacramento Kings per game. No, you're 100% right. I wouldn't have picked Sacramento. to, But but it doesn't. that doesn't shock me just because they have some scores on that team. What shocks me is they're going to be the number two seed in the Western Conference. That shocks me more. I wouldn't have picked them to be that that good at, at, at just putting the, the ball in the hoop. But, I mean, Memphis is going the wrong way. If the Suns don't catch Sacramento, Sacramento is going to be the two seed in the Western Conference. I think Phoenix is the only team, realistically, that can catch them. Yeah. And again, I'll just keep throwing this out there. The Suns do keep winning. It doesn't feel like it today, but they keep winning games. And, oh, by the way, they play Sacramento on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, that's going to be big, isn't it? Yeah. You want to talk about a big game right now? KD, can you go? Can you <laughs> Can you do it, KD? Can you actually somehow, some way, roll your ankle the way that we all saw you roll can your you ankle? Can you unroll your ankle? Can you do that? Can you actually, hey, listen, I'm okay. I'm going to be fine. Put a boot on it. <laughs> Put a boot on it. I'll be fine by Saturday. Right, KD? think there's anything KD could say to me if I were the Suns where I'd run him out there on Saturday. He could say I'm 100% just a freak thing. You've all rolled your ankles, right? And and I would be like, that's great, man. We'll see you next week against uh, Milwaukee. So, okay. Yeah, see, I, I totally disagree uh, with you. If, if he's saying to me, I'm fine. This happens to me all the time. That would freak okay. me out. <laughs> How about that doesn't keep happening to you? Um, okay, I see right. your point. All right, coming up next, we're going to take you through the top stories of the day with Wolf and Down Your Lunch. It's I just Wolf don't agree with it. On Arizona. That's about all I can ask is for you to see what you disagree with. Uh, Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.